I started from nothing Never knew where my next meal was coming But I transform my life, I stay one step ahead Mindset of disruption, I own the edge This is a drill cast, where I bring the wisdom you need Everyone is selling knowledge, I get mine away for free I'm as real as it gets, you either love or hate me Best believe I'm major league, Bill Hines, that's me This is the drill cast Welcome to another edition of the Thrillcast. We are excited to have the driver of the number 51 uh, Ryan Beat Motorsports uh, Pro 2 Chevrolet. Uh, Ryan Beat. Uh, So, Ryan, man, it's been great to have you on. And, uh, yeah, just welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here and to be a part of this. Uh, Always wanted to be on your show. And, uh, yeah, excited to be here. So Ryan, I see that you're uh, you know, obviously we'd like to get you in person, but we're at a track somewhere, but it looks from the uh from what's behind you, uh, and if you know our listeners can go on YouTube and see this video, but uh for those on the audio, man, he he has uh quite an impressive shop. Uh, you know, Ryan, tell us about that shop behind you. Like what do you got going on back there? Yeah, we got a lot going on here. Um, obviously, we build and produce a lot of the short course trucks now to date. Um, we're one of the, uh, I guess, few builders that are building short course trucks still. Um, so on top of that, uh, I race. Uh, we also filled a couple of vehicles for a couple other drivers uh, in the sport of short course, as well as we run uh, some micro sprint programs um, that, <laughs> sorry. No, that's uh, okay. That, uh, you it's know, a family a program. training. Yep, for sure. The kids are here hanging out. Family, family program. Yep. Yep. But, uh, so we run some, some micro sprint programs, uh, for a lot of drivers out here in North Carolina that's, uh, you know, uh, a good buddy of mine, Mike Carver, he runs the micro sprint side of things. And then we have the short course side of things in the shop that, uh, where we're building and producing stop, uh, trucks and as well as fielding them, you know, in the Lucas or Champ Off Road series now. Oh, so you fabricate everything. So they're like you're building the cages, you're putting the motors in, you're just like from like kind of nuts to bolts, everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we fabricate all of our parts. We build um, all the chassis in-house, all the rear-end housings, A-arm suspension components, um, pretty much everything that has to do from taking raw metal material and turning it into a race car, we do here in-house. That's awesome. And uh, so for most of our listeners, well, probably most of them because it's in the racing community probably do know, but for those that don't know, Ryan is a two-time champion in uh, the championship off-road series. And formerly it was uh, the um, the Lucas, Lucas Oil, Oil Off-Road series. Yeah, the Lures yep. one. Yep. So uh, you've raced Crandon. You actually won your first race at Crandon, the first one that you ever did, right? I, no, I, no, I, that was just like my first uh, big championship I won at Crandon. I won a world championship there uh, in 2017 in the pro light class. The pro light class, yeah. That, yep. that must have been pretty amazing. When uh, That's like the mecca of off-road. Like to win at Crandon, yeah. it's like you can't get any better than that. That's like the Super Bowl for off-road, right? Yeah, so it's basically equivalent <laughs> of winning Daytona, you know what I mean, or winning, winning a Daytona race, you know, that uh, when you go there, the whole goal is to try to win and it's it, like I said, it's our crown jewel. So um, we had been close to winning championships before, and then we went to that race and, and just dominated that weekend. We had the setup on point and uh, really put it all together and, and won a world championship there. So it was pretty cool racing against 
everybody across the United States, you know, your best of your best um, in, in short course was there racing and we were able to put it down and, and win. So from that, obviously we, we kind of skipped ahead and I kind of like to give a transition, but you know, you, you started at a very young age in uh, speed, I would call it uh, like you were addicted to uh, you know, going fast and being crazy in a little bit. And uh, so tell us about like, you know, you know, how'd you get into, to racing? I know you started with a dirt bike and then uh, just what, uh, you know, I mean, do you have crazy parents like you that just said, here, son, go, go, go. <laughs> so I grew up in a racing family. Um, my dad raced uh, dirt bikes as a kid and then went on to racing sprint cars and midgets and then raced uh, some uh, late pavement, late model races. Uh, my one uncle raced uh, pavement, late model, the Southwest tour. Uh, my other uncle was a mechanic for factory Kawasaki motocross. So I grew up around racing. So for me, naturally, you know, at, at three and four years old, all I knew and wanted to do was racing, right? Cars, motorcycles, whatever. So uh, for my fourth birthday, I got a little four zinger Yamaha quad and started riding that. And then for my fifth birthday, I got my first dirt bike and started riding dirt bikes and racing dirt bikes shortly after and, and snowballed and haven't looked back since. And, you know, I've been racing since I was five years old. I'm 36 now, so as you can do math, we've been racing for a while. <laughs> Still a kid, though, to me. And uh, so, how many how many bones have you broken on the dirt bike? I don't ha honestly haven't even counted. You know what I mean? Um, I've broke both wrists, both hands, both arms, both legs, both collarbones. Um, yeah, so it's it's been a few. <laughs> so what what years did you win the championships in in your in the off road? Uh, I started winning championships, um, in 2017, I won the, you know, uh, the world championship at Crandon and then 2018, 2019, I backed it up with, uh, two pro light championships, uh, one in 2018 and one in 2019, uh, at the region or at the, sorry, at the national level on the, in the Lucas Oil off-road series. Yeah. You went back to back those years, right? Yep. Back to back. Nice, nice, nice. So, so what is, what is it actually this season? You actually just came back from, uh, uh, hold on a second. Oh, King of the Hammers. So is that like the official um, like start of the season for you, you would say? Yeah, it was for us this year. You know, in the past years, King of the Hammers has always been like uh, more of a desert race where they do rock crawling races and whatnot. And this year they decided to hold a pretty big short course race, threw up some some big money for that race. And so we decided to make the trek out there and went from North Carolina to uh, California, which was a very long trip for a race. But we're glad we made it because we went out there and, and, and won. But was that sanctioned by Champ Offroad, the championship? No, that was, that was right. sanctioned by the – by gas uh, great american short course series okay. they're the ones that took over what lucas oil off-road used to do on the west coast so they're kind of the west coast series um okay. Camp runs more of the midwest and east coast series um but they threw on they put on this race and they, they threw up a pretty big purse and got a bunch of us to travel out there and, and come race that race so it was a points race then too no it wasn't points race. Uh, no points race. race i was gonna say yep. you would be leading you'd be in the lead for championship you might have to go out it there it would be nice yeah. yeah, so uh, you actually put it on pole, and you dominated, yep. and you won that race. And, uh, you know, and and much like we'll get to Stadium Super Trucks, they invert the field, 
And uh, when when we say you put it on pole with SST or whatever, we always joke because it's usually the slowest person, and then they invert. <laughs> so uh, you actually legitimately, but being the fastest, put it on pole. So congrats yeah, to so that. It was cool. We went out. And we we had practice, and we were about a two seconds faster than the rest of the field, which isn't very common. Um, so we were you know going really good, and then we went out for qualifying. Kind of did the same thing. I don't think it was quite two seconds. It was probably a second and a half after qualifying. Um, so with that, there was, you know, X amount of trucks. And basically with that, they put the top six times in a hat and the guy who qualifies fastest has to pull a pill. Um, so I did that. And unfortunately, of course, we pulled a six. So they inverted six cars. So I had to go to wow. the sixth position to start the race and work my way through from there. So it wasn't no easy task, especially on a track that's, you know, pretty narrow and, and, and pretty technical. So uh, it was fun. It was a good race. Uh, we had a great time out there. Learned a lot, you know, getting ready to go into the season. I've been, I've been personally working on myself and training very hard this, this off season in multiple vehicles, go karts, the micro sprints. So um, yeah, it just it, it came together, and I'm glad all the hard work and trainings paid off. And now we're ready to get the the real season underway here for us and start racing for some points and championship. Well, actually, an SST um, is funny. We used to pull a pill and then go like invert three four five or whatever but then like i don't know it was probably in like 2015 or 16 that's when it was like the hell would it robbie was like we're just gonna invert the whole damn field and uh some guys like hate that but some guys like sheldon creed and like the real off-road guys they love that shit and they just like fine i'll just work my work my way through the field and pass and and then there's passing points and which can equate to you know money after you know with the the way the standings work for the weekend the moto weekend but uh but yeah so um what type of prize money uh we actually had last last episode well a couple episodes ago we had davy hamilton jr and he does that like sprint car series and stuff like that and he was saying like uh he just won a like a, a weekend prize that was like six grand but you know there's 50 races a year so if you yeah. can stack them up, there's some good money in it. But um, <laughs> like, like what, what, what are the range of prize money in like the Champ Off Road Series? Ah, uh, be honest, it sucks. <laughs> so okay. a weekend, a normal weekend points payout or you know prize money payout for a Champ Off Road um, is terrible. It's like fifteen hundred bucks to win a Pro oh. Two class, which that's not where the money comes from. Obviously, no. from sponsorship and the TV time. Yep, exactly. That we receive. Um, so the payout's not that great. Um, obviously, to be an off-road, you got to do it for the love of it. It's not about getting rich. It's not about, you know, NASCAR fame like, you know, you see with NASCAR and IndyCar and all these awesome series. But off-road's more like the passionate enthusiasts, you know, the people that really do it because they love it Because, like I said, there's no money really in it, you know what yeah. I mean? So you really got to love it to do it. Um, you know, when we went out to King of the Hammers, uh, it paid five grand to win. So that was kind of cool. Um, Crandon puts on a huge purse every year. They put on the biggest purse that we see all year long. And it's like 50 grand to win Crandon. So uh, nice. obviously Crandon being the crown jewel, there's lots of money up for grabs there. And the purse is really good. Um, you know, it makes it worthwhile going out there and, and doing that race. But, you know, slowly over the years, you've seen the purses kind of grow and grow. Um, Lucas Oil had us, you know, before they – decided to close their series we had really killer purses with them it paid like 7500 bucks per day to win so um this new series they're starting out they got great intentions it's starting to grow 
Um, but really where our, our big money races come from, it, you know, come from Frandon and some of those other tracks in yeah. the Midwest that, that really put up big purses. No, that's, it's, that's, yeah. <clears throat> the one that Davey was in that $6,000 one, that was an anomaly. Typically it's like a thousand, 2000 or something like that. But again, if you, you're doing them every week, you, you know, that can add up and obviously there's sponsorship money and TV time and marketing, things like that. But what do you think these series, like all of them that you're involved with can do better to increase the prize money to, you know, to, cause I, I think too, if, if there was that more prize money, I think they get more participation because like, let's face it, like, you know, you've been great at marketing and attracting, you know, not only sponsors, but talent, you know, at the end of the day, your sponsors, you know, they want to see the car win and, you know, you have that shop and, you know, I remember when you didn't have a shop and then you, now you do and be, because, you know, what you're, you're putting together such a good program for drivers that want to, you know, like not every driver is just going to say, okay, I can just get in a truck and do it myself. Like you have all the tools necessary for a young driver to come in, you plug them in and they're going to get in a safe truck and, and you're going to give them a, a, you know, it, they're not going to lose because of the truck. Okay. The, yeah. the, 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 the person that goes into, you know, Ryan beat motorsports, they're going to lose because of their lack of talent or they did something wrong, but you're, you're going to give them a truck that can win. Cause you've proven it. You've won multiple championships, you know, and you win a ton of races in your career already. And uh, I know you're going to win more. So um, what, what do you think like the series can do better to, to attract more dollars? Uh, I really think SST has like the best platform to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It's why I'm kind of headed in that direction to, to race, you know, more SST races. Um, Robbie really has it figured out and Robbie's done a great job at, uh, you know, first and foremost, a lot of these brands, they get involved with racing and sponsoring race cars for the B2B side of things, you know, the B2B business that they can create and the business that they can obtain out of being involved in motorsports. So yeah. with that, um, I think a big part of it comes from, uh, you know, the facilities. I think starting with facilities is huge, right? You got to have a nice facility that runs itself. So you look at F1, right? Um, the facilities are amazing, right? There, there's amenities, there's, you know, just done properly. Um, I think where short course goes wrong and goes astray is, you know, some of the times we end up racing in cornfields, but let's be honest with it. Um, you know, which isn't a bad thing, you know, there's I a hate, the, I models. hate those races. I hate those <laughs> races. Like when we did that one time in Australia and they were like, Oh, we're going to race here. And I'm like, I'm not going. And they were like, stop yeah. being a diva. I'm like, I'm not going. I literally had a different driver. Cause you know, in SST you can, for a couple races, like I think it's depending, if it's like a 12 race season, you could do like two races where you can like say, I could say, Hey, Ryan beats going to race this race for me, but still get points for the truck. Yeah. So I, I had someone else do it because I was like, I'm not going to that race. It's like flying <laughs> halfway around the world to, to race in front of three people. Now nah, I'll stay home. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of <laughs> where it's at, honestly, with short course, unfortunately, right now. Um, there's, you know, four or five really good tracks that we go to, but then there's a couple of them that are complete waste of time and completely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, as far as what Robbie's got going, he does it right. It's the perfect platform with SST to – to bring in some of these bigger brands and, and you know what I mean? We all want sponsorship, but at, at this day and age with the expensive as motorsports is, we have to give these sponsors reasons to spend money with us. It can't just be because there's a race car going around a track yeah. with their logo on it. You know what I mean? They got to be able to go to an event, meet with potential clients 
you know, wine and dine their, their current customers and, and introduce them to, you know, their brand. And, you know, I think a lot of it that I've learned over the past couple of years is a lot of these bigger decision makers, we'll call it, will go to these races and they'll invite, you know, a potential client or somebody that they want to be doing business with. They'll invite their kids and while the kids are enjoying watching the race and enjoying all the cool side of things, um, you know, they get to talk business and they get to somehow figure out how to, how to do business and, and make money out of it. So um, I think first and foremost, we have to focus on creating uh, facilities that lend themselves to where business can be done and generate, you know, revenue generated. Um, you know, I think that's where short course kind of sometimes misses the boat, what I wish they would do a little better job of, but you know what I mean? It is what it is and they can only do so much, um, you know, at uh Robbie's races, I've really been impressed with, you know, the sheer fact of, you know, fans and, and the number of fans that show up. Like when you said, when you go to a cornfield half the time, um, I really don't want this to come out wrong, but when you go to some of those races, you don't get the draw that you do at like an IndyCar race or a NASCAR race where there's 100,000 people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, when we go to some of these races, our found count gets down to 1,500, 2,000 people. And, for me to go race a $250,000 truck around a track in front of 1500 people just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> it's not exciting. I was telling somebody a story about that where we go, when we go to Adelaide, Australia, that race and even gold coast and those like, there's 300,000 people in the stands. And like typically with the engine going on in our trucks, you can't hear that. But when they go nuts, like the, the year you probably saw it, it's now like 170 million views. Sheldon Creed, flips over at the finish line and like you're crossing the finish line and i heard through the truck like you felt the crowd it was palpable the crowd. Like you yeah and, and so it's like okay i get it now and uh yeah. like that that um i really think so you, you see videos like off-road videos or videos with sst that can do those like we have a lot we have more videos in stadium super trucks that have gone past 10 15 20 50 million 100 million then IndyCar, F1, you name it. Like, our following is great. I, I really think that, you know, as a series and even off-road, whether it be, you know, some of your shots in the Champ Off-Road series, that, like, I, I'm abbreviating. I don't want to say championship. Is that okay? Yeah. No, that's fine. That's how, what we all say. And I was talking to uh, one of my videographers, and he's coming out to Long Beach because he's like, Bill, this is, like, gold mine. Like, you know, if, think about yeah. these influencers that just dance on TikTok and they get like 10 million views. Like the shit we got is amazing. Oh, yeah. and, and I don't yeah. think, I don't think, you know, as a, a whole in the off-road community and SST that we do enough and put out enough content. Like nobody wants to watch a whole race. Well, the diehards want to watch the whole race, but how like the, those small clips that show the action and show what it is. I think, I think, as a value add to even all of the sponsors, I think that's where you can set that apart because yeah, you want the business to business, but you also do want to see like a cool advertising, like continental yeah. tires, you know, they're, they're in SST. They got some cool shots in the past two, three years, ever since they came on as primary, you know? Yeah. And, uh, in Australia you have, um, like all the different oil companies that did it and a couple other, uh, companies and they got some cool, cool videos, but out there, you know, Fox sports does well Fox and Fox sports does the camera work there and it's phenomenal. So, um, I, I personally think that, 
you know, the marketing teams for all of these series in the off-road, just if they got just a little bit better and really like just made a decision to just pump out content. Like even at your shop, I see people working behind there, you know, not that you want to give them the special sauce of like, Hey, what you're doing and you know, like how you're adjusting shocks and dampers and engines and shit like that. Like you, you don't want to give them away the secrets, but just to have those videos, I think so many people would love to see like, Hey, what the fuck goes on? And we're going to have yeah. an SST mechanic on soon. Like what goes on from the beginning? Like they don't understand the hard work and how much money is being spent on actually putting together a championship team like yours. Yeah. I think that that's probably a, a very big misconception amongst racing and, and off-road in general. Right. And, and that's where I'm learning, you know, the difference between like off-road and SST versus like say circle track or round around racing. Yeah. And it's like almost comical. We laugh about it in the shop because like the stuff that they get away with in circle track racing. And it's so, so minute and so easy. I'll put it that way. I don't want to downplay it by any means, but the the maintenance that goes into those vehicles versus like what goes into ours and what ours go through is like absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, It's brutal. Like our trucks fly 25, 30 feet in the air hundred feet long, 200 feet long and, and and are still doing, you know, 130 miles an hour, like we do at Nashville or whatever. So, um, it's, it's crazy to see what our, our vehicles do versus theirs and and the amount of time that goes into ours. You know, a lot of those guys come by my shop because we're here in NASCAR country and like, dude, this is so crazy. It's so much work. And it's like, well, yeah, our trucks leave the ground. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's funny in that aspect. We all joke about it and give each other a hard time. But at the end of the day, in all forms of racing, there's just a ton of work that goes into it to go fast, and and that costs money. And in order to get that type of money, we have to, you know, be able to justify these sponsors as to why they need to write these checks and give them a platform that makes sense. You know, Um, like you said, nowadays, you know, you get these TikToks and and these these social media things that, that go on that that create, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. But. So does a truck. So does a truck being yeah. going through a corner. Way crazy more. crashes like Sheldon, you know, it creates way more. And, um, I just think, um, I think all the racing organizations really need to take a look at, at what's going on and uh, kind of reconfigure what they're trying to do here in terms of, we understand we're, we're racing, but at the end of the day, we're marketing. We, we need to be a marketing company. Yeah. And it's funny. It, it for, I like to say that, at the racetrack, the only person that should really be consumed with the race is the driver and everyone yeah. else, everyone else around the drivers. Okay. Now you're in a different thing cause you wear multiple hats. Cause like I've seen yep. you work on a truck. So you're like a mechanic, you're the team owner <laughs> and you're the driver. Okay. And, um, I'm still not sure which one you're better at because you're fucking good at all of them. Like, you're really good. So, like, uh, you know, you're definitely going to have a career after you uh, retire driving. So, for that, I say the driver needs to concentrate on the driving and everyone else around them needs to concentrate on putting on a show for the fans and the sponsors and then doing that business to business, the introductions and stuff like that. But... Once the driver's done with the race, that's when they have to switch and be, okay, I'm a marketer. That's where you have to do the social media clips and, uh, you know, and, and talking and, you know, and, and just, you know, meeting with fans. And, like, that's the other thing about SST that I know is, like, like 
kids will come in to us and even off road. We'll put them in our trucks and we'll we'll show them a good time because it is family friendly and and you know it really is about the fans and the kids. So things like that. Yeah, that's huge. You know, that's a big part of it is is including the families and, and making them feel involved and and you know to touch on a point like I probably spend just as much time figuring out the marketing side of things and doing that side of stuff business wise as I do trying to figure out how to go faster as a racer, you know what I mean? So it's just as important nowadays. It's just as heavy. Um, hell, you know, marketing and, and producing media for sponsors is now just as, as much important and cost costly as, as it is to operate a, a race vehicle. So um, it's huge. It's necessary. It's important. And, um, you know, I, I enjoy doing it. I, uh, I think, SST has really kind of gone to another level with, with off-road racing, right? In the eighties and nineties, you had, you know, Mickey Thompson racing. And I think SST yeah. and what Robbie's done has been a perfect, you know, uh, combination of what they did, you know, with Mickey Thompson racing versus, you know, where short course is at nowadays. I think that there's a happy medium that uh, we all need to get, get the formula figured out and, and go start having some fun again in the stadiums. Yeah, I think I think in 2023 it'll be a good year for stadium super trucks, and just because it's like kind of be like a full year past the COVID and the reduced schedules and IndyCar and NASCAR wanted to see fans coming back more, you know, because we're like secondary to them, but uh, yeah, they've they've actually figured out we are second to them. Indy Lights is in, or Indy Pro, or any of those other series, yeah. or IMSA. Like we are the second. Like I've talked to all the promoters from like. You know Kim Green, Kevin Savory, the guy that runs. Uh, they they run St. Pete and Toronto and Mid Ohio, and even the promoters from Road America and Nashville and you know Long Beach. Uh, Jim McCalin, like they love SST because, as Robbie likes to call it, uh, the fans become waffle bellies because they're so pressed <laughs> up against the the fence that their stomachs get a waffle belly. And uh, yeah, like like when we, we can like IndyCar in Long Beach, we'll probably have a race after IndyCar goes on on Sunday, and that yeah. keeps the fans there and they're buying more stuff. But you'll look, the crowd's packed, like they don't leave. Like after the main no. show, like it's almost like okay, well, who's the headliner? But yeah, IndyCar is, and I I still think IndyCar is a great form of racing. It's the most competitive form of open wheel to me, the F one. But talk about like let's just really quick talk about uh sst and like man like you got an sst and then um how about you know you you did uh i think uh well was nashville your first right no nashville no nashville is the second one i've ever got to do i got to do um what was it uh mid-ohio or oh oh, oh, yeah circuit of the americas yeah that you did that one yeah yep that was a great race for the first time and you got on the podium Um, your first race yeah Podium the first race, which was really cool. Um, I'd never even driven the SST, which is rare. There and was just like, all right, let's let's try to figure this thing out. And that was twenty nineteen, right? That was twenty nineteen. I remember coming up to you and going, "Yo, you did amazing!" Because most new timers either flip, roll, or end up in a wall, and it always happens. And you (laughs) see it; you've seen it since. Look, when you went to Nashville, how many new timers? Like it was just the mechanics. I feel sorry for them. I'm like, oh shit. And the, the new guys usually, uh, there's a lot of new guys in, in uh, Long Beach coming up. And But, man, how sketchy yeah. is coming down the hill both ways in Nashville, in our trucks? 
Yeah, it's fast. It's like I've never gone that fast in an off-road truck, and especially like you know, you figure these cars that are you know Indy car, NASCAR, whatever, they're you know two inches off the ground. Our ride height is like fifteen inches off the ground, so you start getting that airplane effect. You know, when you start getting going so fast, the bodies just start catching air, and you can feel the truck start pulling the nose lift, of the truck yeah. up, like yeah, like lift, like it's gonna. It's start reverse lift, like an yeah. Yeah, so it, it's pretty crazy, you know, what happens. So when you're coming down like Nashville, coming down through there, I don't even know what we're going. We're going 130 or whatever we're going. Uh, they, they say the 155-ish. Yeah, uh, that is insane. That's fucking, so, yeah. Well, Road America coming, is. I think going up, because I think I think you're right. I think we're around like 135 or 140-ish because we have to go up the hill. So, But when we're at Road America in the back, yeah. we're, we're down that back stretch we're hitting like especially in the draft 155 165 sometimes dude that's so fast yeah. so yeah i mean when you're coming down nashville and you're coming to that right hander which in an off-road truck they lean and they roll lean. right so mm-hmm. if you're coming down there imagine going 130 140 whatever it is and the truck starts to tip over and now now your head is you know, three feet off the ground and the truck's going and you're going 130 miles an hour and the thing's shaking and wobbling and getting all kinds of crazy. It, uh, it makes, uh, it puts a whole new meaning to pucker factor. Oh, and, yeah. uh, it, it's what excites me to do it. You know what I mean? It, it, there's not a whole lot of stuff inside the truck that, that gets you to the point where you're kind of borderline scared, but laughing cause it's fun. That's SST. So it's uh Nashville's fun. Toto was rad, you know, down the front straightaway in the track. You're, you're, all in the mail there um it's just cool you know it has you're gonna perfect- love long beach though you're gonna long beach the front stretch and then there's two back sections that you get a ton of speed and really? there's a lot yeah I'll, I'll obviously i'm gonna work i'll show you some tricks there too especially that perfect. hairpin yeah but and then you're gonna be fine i i think you're probably one of my favorites for a podium so you know that's good don't don't that's don't good, don't, yeah. don't don't shit the bed on that so <laughs> Yeah, no, it'll be cool. It'll be like my third weekend doing SST, and I plan on doing more and more as the years, you know, come. Nice. Um, my plan and goal is to do – my plan is to do two this year. If we can find funding, I'll probably do three or four. Um, but for sure, two, we have funding for. So back to, to Nashville? Nashville? You think Nashville yep. you'll do? Okay. Uh, Those absolutely. are – I mean, Nashville, I think, you know, it's Nashville's only two years old now. Well, this will be the third year. And they've really done a good job. I mean, I hate all the walking. It's so like, man, like, so I'm lazy. I don't want to be like walking <laughs> to like, where's the food way over there? Like shit. You know, so I try to take someone's golf cart or something like that, or a little scooter or something. But, uh, if you could do like, I think a mid Ohio or a road America, I think you'd crush those just based on seeing your style. I think you really would crush those. Um, yeah, no, I definitely want to do some more. And, and, uh, I just thought Nashville was so fun, you know, same thing with Long Beach, but Nashville especially, it's such a tourist destination and there's so much fun going on there. So, right. I think that's a big part of the equation with making these series successful. Like we talked about earlier is being in destinations that a, there's an airport within 10 minutes of the track, right? People don't want to get land and then drive two hours. Two hours. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's hotels. There's like like places to eat, you know, there's, there's a nightlife where you can go out and have a couple of drinks and, you know, have fun. That, at the end of the day, we're racing because it's fun. Yes, it has become a, a business for a lot of us, but it still has to be fun. It has to make sense. So when you want to bring sponsors and, and show them a good time, they want to be able to have fun too. So 
Nashville, I, I just can't say enough about Nashville and oh my God. You know, events like Long Beach. It's just, it's epic. It, that's why motorsports is, is successful at events like that. I like, I like the Nashville, all the bachelorette parties that were going on. <laughs> yeah, it's always a good time. Good, good people watching for sure. Oh my God. I actually saw like they're pedaling the, the, I don't know what it was. It was a thing with like 12 women pedaling, drinking, and it crashed. So it was like, <laughs> is that even, is that drunk driving or I don't know what it is. It's like a yeah, thing well, on wheels. <laughs> so, Hey, let's go backtrack. So, um, your team last year has actually made news, you know, I'd say worldwide news because uh, it uh, was it the Pro 2 spec. You had uh, the first female ever uh, to win a race in uh, – and, and, again, if apologies if I'm not getting the names right because I come from the SST world. And So, yeah, talk about, talk about your driver uh, that came on board last year and, man, what – so one, it took balls as a team owner to let's face it, put a female in the truck, and then two, to give her the tools and everything to where she became the first uh, uh, female to ever win that race. So, and uh, you know, I'm sure you pissed off a lot of boys or men uh, in that field, and uh, you know, uh, you know, hurting some people's feelings. But you know, I think that's what Ryan Beat Motorsports does. Like you put out these uh, banger cars, trucks. Yeah, so uh, last year, um, me and Chevrolet teamed up to field a what they call a Pro-Spec. It's now it's basically a Pro-Lite chassis, but with a V6 engine and a four-speed manual gearbox in it. So it's a challenging truck to drive. There's a lot of momentum. You're shifting across an H-pattern you know, shifter. Um, it, it's no joke to drive. So we teamed up, and, and we thought, you know, let, let, let's give a female driver a shot to come race with the boys, right? Um, you know, lately there's a lot of, you know, female and, and women empowerment going on. So, uh, let, let's be a part of that. Let's help someone. Let's give someone a shot. So we gave Gray Ledbetter a shot. Who's been an up and coming off-road racer for a couple of years now that I've kept an eye on. Thought she was doing really good. She was really good in side by side. And, um, we gave her a shot and it paid out. Uh, you know, it, um, worked out very well. She went out and won the championship and she was actually the first female driver to ever win a professional motorsports race. Um, you know, with that, you know, we made Apple news, you know, it was crazy yeah. headlines and, you know, thankful that we were able to accomplish that and do that. And, uh, you know, it was, it was awesome. It was so cool to be able to be a part of that and to put it together and, and, and everything came to go together. So it, um, yeah, it just, it was such a great time. Um, thankful that we had the opportunity to do it and, and, uh, we're actually continuing that program this year. Nice. So if, if you're a new driver and you're, you're in side-by-sides or something like that, like, you know, how would a new driver want to reach out to your team to say, Hey, do, do I have what it takes? Like, how do you do it? Do you just do tryouts or do you have like people that scout the talent and, and watch and say, you know what, I want them on my team or like, you know, how does, how does one driver like find and, and get to race with Ryan beat motorsports, you know? Yeah. So we have a couple options. Obviously I keep, I, I'm the, you know, I guess the, the, the guy in charge here. So I get to, uh, you know, kind of make those final calls. And so I obviously keep a, a big eye out on up and coming talent and drivers that are coming up. Um, we also have a program where people can, 
you know, if they're not sure if they want to do this or not, they can come and rent a truck for a weekend and, they, you know, try it out. And they get the full experience, you know, kind of like a arrive and drive, just like Robbie Gordon does with SST, yeah. where you can, you know, you can uh, come and race and, and have a good time, you know, for a certain price and see what you think, see what you want to do. And from there we go, you know, we decide, you know, what the best route is for that driver. We, uh, over the past years, years, we've had several of those programs that have worked out and turned into be really good deals for the drivers as well as Ryan beat motorsports. Um, some of those drivers have come, they've moved on and went on to win races. So, um, it's cool. We've done our part in giving back, you know, to the short course community and, and really creating, um, drivers that, that are success successful once they move beyond us. Um, you know, so they usually leave here, uh, better than what they came with better equipment for sure. Absolutely. So, um, this do you ever run any like test days like you know how robbie yeah. does test days or, or do you like yep. does the series or you you go out and run a short tra- uh, short course track and then do some test days yeah so we rent um we go out and we rent a crane and we race, basically rent all the tracks prior to us racing them and uh, usually those days is, is when the test days are when we set up you know test sessions for drivers that want to come out and race or try it and give it a shot um those are the days that we do that at with all right, so I'm gonna do like let's me and you will set up something. I'll bring out my film crew, and yep. we're gonna film it. I'll go in and I'll test, and uh, you know you'll just fit into my um, race gear and helmet, and then <laughs> I'll look really good. And it'd be look like, good? okay, this, this is easy. Look at it. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'll come out. I want to test, and I want to. I want to show you know the listeners and the, and the viewers like what it is in a day in a life of somebody. Like, just pretend I'm going to be brand new into this, and I have no driving experience. And if you watch me drive, you know you're behind me. You'll be like, yeah, he doesn't have any experience. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. it'll be good. I'm excited. I know we've talked about this for a little bit, and I've always wanted to put you in a short course truck. And uh, yeah, you know, I think it's time that we do it. You know, uh, we got some testing coming up here really quick uh at the end of april and uh we'll get get you in the seat get you going and uh see what you think of short course obviously give all the fans and your listeners a shot to to, to you know because it, it, it's easy for me to explain it right it's something i do every day it's something i live breathe you know eat sleep yeah. but for somebody like yourself to come in that's never done it to really experience and get the full experience of what it is and, and how cool and unique these trucks are i think you're gonna have a whole new eye-opening experience you know, as to what short course is now short course for me is by far, I think it's cooler than SST to be honest with you. Um, just in the factor of what it is, you know, um, it's the mixture of motocross. It's the mixture of NASCAR. It's got so many cool aspects to it. Um, but like I said, you gotta be a diehard fan and someone who absolutely loves it to, to do it because, you know, it doesn't have, you know, the nice facilities that, that we see with IndyCar and NASCAR. It doesn't have, you know, the airports that are 10 minutes from the track. You know, most yeah. of these tracks are a little further out, a little bit of a drive. But when you go to these races, the fans that show up, like when we show up to Cranon, there are 65, 70,000, I'm talking die, die hard. Yeah. That you don't even know exist. Like if you've ever seen videos from Redbud motocross race, it's yep. the same demographic of fans yeah. that show up to Redbud show up to the short course races so it's really oh, cool for sure in fact but um it'll be cool for you to get an inside look at how things operate and how it goes just the difference in sports you know it's really cool i've never been to crandon and i and, and uh i know sst we raced there one year i didn't make that one but uh i think that was 2019 as well but i didn't show up to that one and actually 
I think, yeah, Sheldon uh, ran for me there. And I think nice. every truck broke, but like Gavin's, I think Gavin won. But um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I want to come out. I want to experience it. Um, I still will probably think that SST is the best just because I'm a diehard, loyal Robbie Gordon yeah. Ist, as they say, um, I think Robbie's right about now making he's gonna he's gonna hurt Polaris and all these other people's feelings making these By UTVs far. that everyone said he couldn't do. But you've raced against Robbie Gordon, you know him, you're a friend of him. I'm a friend of him. Yeah. I raced against him. I'll never count Robbie Gordon out. Like never, no, ever. never. Like and and same thing like you. It's like somebody's like if they're gonna go up against Ryan Beat Motorsports. I, I mean, his fucking last name is Beat. That means he's gonna probably. <laughs> and I've said it since the first day I met you. I'm like, he's probably gonna beat you. You know. So. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, Robbie. Robbie is one of those people that, like you said, you can't ever count out. Robbie is one of those people that, if it takes his every last breath to make something happen that he says he's gonna make happen, he's gonna do it. And I give him so much credit and props for that. Fuck yeah. Um, that's part of the problem, uh, or no, I shouldn't say problem, that's part of the reason I want to be a part of SST um, on a bigger level. I've talked with Robbie a lot in the in, in the recent time um, of coming over to SST full-time. Um, not only as a racer, but kind of trying to help steer the ship. I know he's got a lot of things going. Obviously, mm -hmm. I've been able to build a pretty successful uh, short course business. Yep. Um, and I think I could help take SST to that next level. Um, of being there a little more full time, um, with not only as a racer, but as, you know, helping run the thing, steer the ship. Robbie's got a lot going on these days. And, um, uh, you know, I think SST is the perfect platform to end up with off road racing where it needs to be. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I just, I love SST. Um, I love Robbie. He's been such a good influential person to me. And been such a good friend, um, and that there's a reason that I'm wanting to invest in obviously being involved in SST. Yep, yeah, I, I like to tell people when people say, "Oh, you know, like, you know, a couple friends in racing that I have." Um, they'll be like, oh, I heard that person's a dick or that person's a dick. And I'm I always like, when I hear that, I'm like, well, what'd you do to them? And then I say, and then even with Robbie, a lot of times in the races, they're like, man, he was like in fourth or fifth place. And then within two laps, he's in first. I was like, listen, in business and in racing, Robbie can find a gear that most people don't have. So like, like the, the worst thing that his competitors or detractors and fans can do is go and say, oh, I don't think, or, oh, that UTV thing is smoke and mirrors or, oh it's a scam or oh it's this you're just fucking fueling that guy to prove you wrong so and i i know i do that i know you do that like just you know we we have something else in us that that uh we want to prove him wrong and uh the the one thing i'm excited for you i think this year we will have a, an actual dirt race with sst yep and okay. and so one the, the Sheldon Creeds of the world are defending champion Gavin Harlan. You know, all of the guys that come from the dirt, like you, they kind of acclimate themselves so much quicker to SST. And that's why I knew, like, at Coda, I was like, okay, this guy's going to do really well because, you know, your pedigree, your champion, and, you know, you're not like, uh, you know, a car guy. Like, a car guy, like, in your off-road car, like, truck, you're used to it rolling a little bit. If you're in an open wheel car or like a uh, or like a sport car, the first time you get up on like uh, three wheels, you're like you, you, they they're <laughs> sitting it down so quick, they're like, you know, you couldn't get a grease pin up their sphincter. It's like their butthole tightens <laughs> up so much. It's like, what the fuck was that? I was, like, I was gonna flip. I'm like, no, that's where you gotta just floor it. Like if you get yeah. and uh, 
And then to to translate that, it takes a little. I know, like even Matt Brabham took like a few few races to get comfortable with the truck before he he's like, man, that first race I almost shit my pants because. You know, like you said, in an open wheel car, he's used to it's downforce and he's stuck and, you know, it's on yeah. rails with us. We're not on rails. So um, I think in an off road and you know how we have the big gap jumps in the yep. in, in the dirt races. I, I think you're just going to eat that shit up. I think it's like that's why Robbie does so good there. The Sheldon's of the world like that's when when we do that, when we do one of those races and you actually then. We're going to have to bring you on again and say, now what do you think of SST? Yeah. Because it's going to be very similar to yes. your off-road because it is yes. off-road, but there's it's a mix. So you're going from off-road, yeah. you're going to asphalt, and then and then but you also have 50,000 fans there. I think the ultimate, honestly, would be and my goal over the next couple of years working with Robbie and, and working with SST and whatnot is to get SST back into stadiums. Stadium. I want to. I want to follow Feld or you know the Supercross series or Monster Jam. Yeah. From stadium even to even the Nitro Rally Cross, one of those things, you know. Yeah, like we need to get back into stadiums and race in front of you know fifty, eighty thousand people on a regular basis. Yeah. Um. You know, I think that's one of my personal goals is to to help Robbie be able to do so. We've had multiple conversations, and that's the goal. You know what I mean? That that's where I think it's headed, and I think that's where. I think between me and Robbie, and I think you probably outsider looking in, knowing me and Robbie, if that's what me and Robbie set our goal out to be, I, I think we're going to accomplish it. <laughs> oh, that, that'll happen. And as a driver, I'm going to love it too. And my sponsors will love it. And uh, actually right close to you, it's not a stadium, but you could kind of say it's a stadium race. We did a race a couple years ago at Charlotte Motor Speedway where yep. the, you know it was uh, dirt and asphalt and uh, we did. Uh, well, we didn't do the dirt in Bristol. I was hoping they had dirt there, but it was asphalt, and we're on the the banking. And now that we know that the, uh, we can do an oval, you know, but, yeah. and then cut in the infield like that. I mean, that that opens up a lot to us because, like, every driver I talk to, all the ones that didn't crash all the time, and the, the new ones that shouldn't have been there. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so anyway, I won't say that. Um, but yeah, I think it opens up to to a lot more, but. You know, Brian, uh, I think I don't want to keep you too much longer. And uh, oh. basically, I just want to give this last couple minutes for you to talk about your sponsors and and uh, where they can find them and, and what they're selling and, uh, you know, so we can promote them. I know you got the your hat on there and uh, Bill Steen is uh, – Yeah. Uh, and so uh, and all your other sponsors. Sponsor. They've been our sponsor for six years now. And um, they just – such a cool brand to work with. You know, they've been around for such a long time. They're such an iconic brand. Um, in the motorsports industry, and they're full-fledged in off-road now. They're developing UTV shocks. They're obviously on our off-road truck shocks, and I will be debuting Bill Stein shocks on the SST truck at Long Beach, which is really cool. So I'm excited to be able to announce that. Um, and whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. You're gonna have different shocks than everyone else? Yes, sir. Fuck. Oh man. All right. Now, now I got. I got. I my odds for Ryan just went up. No, oh, fuck. we just took took what Robbie does and, and took a base and, and we built some bill signs um, with that base setup that that they run in the SST truck, so they won't be any different. Um, Bullshit! But, I don't uh, believe you. I, I sure. do not. Be, I do not believe you. I think they're going to be way better. <laughs> just like when no, we went to Continentals, everyone's like, "Oh, like when we went to Continentals, half the field was running Toyos," and I was like, "I want the Continentals because, like the like if yeah. it's." 
if it's dirt, I thought the Toyos were going to be a little bit better. And but in the rain and on asphalt, I was like the Continentals to me were better, and it was proven that. But I, I think your shocks are gonna. Yeah, think, so I'm a Toyo guy. Uh, been talking about yeah. Toyo for quite a long time now. Uh, Toyos are great. Like dirt to me, and dirt and and like I love Toyos on like the. Pe- that's why I wish I could pick for which one. You know. Yeah, for sure. No, and it's. Uh, uh, we'll see what we show up to Long Beach with, so whether I'm on Toyos or. or I think you'll. I think. I think you would be allowed to use Toyos. I think you can pick. You know. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. But uh, obviously, Toyo's been a big part of our program. Yep, they're a great um, company. Yeah, Pennzoil. I just I just signed with Pennzoil this year, so that's a big one for us. Um, nice. We, we were Lucas Oil for a long time, um, and, and you know, thank them for all the years of support. But uh, you know, with uh, growth comes change, and and you know, we felt it was time to uh, move on and expand our horizon and uh we're now with penzo so penzo is the official oil partner of ryan beat motorsports and, and me moving forward they'll be with us at sst as well nice um you know we did a, a wheel deal with uh tremor wheels this year they're a new new brand to the to the scene uh, the gentleman that owns tremor wheels helped start method race wheels helped start vision race wheels and through my whole career, I've been with him, and he's kind of brought me along to all the brands he switched to. Now he owns his own brand um, and has given me, um, you know, stake in that, you know, and, and given me an opportunity to grow with that brand and help that brand grow. So I'm um, really excited to, to, to be working this deal with Tremor Wheels and, and um, you know, be showcasing the world what, uh, you know, Tremor Wheels is and what they stand for and what they're about. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's um, you know, we've had several – very good partners over the years that have been with us a very long time. Another one of those being steel it. Um, it's what all the SST trucks are painted in. The chassis are painted with steel it. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, it's um, you know, I, we wouldn't have been able to build what's behind us without those partners and, and, you know, many years of, of successful racing, you know, uh, without them. So appreciate everybody. All right. So just uh, before we let you go, where can everyone find you on social media and your website? Just drop that and then we're going to let you go back to work and, uh, you know, making uh, your trucks back there. Yeah, actually, uh, once we get done here, I'm headed to the to the track and we're going to run some laps tonight with Sheldon Creed in our micro sprints and have some fun. So uh, we'll be out there shortly. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, everybody can follow us and follow along daily as we keep our stories up to date and what's going on at Ryan Beat 51 um on instagram twitter and facebook so that once again is at ryan beat 51 the website you can buy merch you can kind of follow along with what's going on in the shop um and that's ryanbeatmotorsports.com or at ryan beat or rbm51.com you can go to that as well that takes you right to our website where you can pick up merch and whatnot but um yeah no i appreciate having me on dude i really look forward to having fun with you out long beach see you we always have a good time at the races and uh Looking forward to getting you out here to North Carolina and putting you in a putting you in an off road truck. Absolutely, we're going to do that. Well, everyone, this is Ryan Beat, champion race car driver, champion team owner, and just a one badass mofo. Take care, everyone. Thrill.